Crafty Radio, episode 306, on October 18th, 2014. And welcome to Craft Beer Radio, where we're checking to see if we're going to be third law blind on our pumpkin show. Oh, that's a rough one. Yeah. We, I like uh, it. I like it, though. I thought of this song because uh, yesterday I went through Haunted House with a friend of mine, and we sang this song out loud as we were running through it, and it was great because the people who were trying to scare you were not able to scare you, and they just started to dance with you. It was awesome. <laughs> nice. Just do that. So All right. They're going, doot, doot, doot. Yeah, that's great. I'm packed and I'm holding. <laughs> All right. So, we got a, a bunch of pumpkin beers here tonight. And <laughs> your phone keeps dinging. It does. Oh, I thought, is it right here? Or is it in the other room? I think it's in the other room. Uh, maybe I'll just hope Heather stops messaging me. That's all. Uh, anyway, uh, did a pumpkin beer club. And uh, so I got a bunch of pumpkin beers here that. And one not beer, but. Well, I think we should start with that one. Yeah, actually. I think so too. This is uh, probably the most interesting. Oh, for, first of all, we should explain for those who don't know the third law of craft beer radio is that the idea of a pumpkin beer is always better than the actuality of a pumpkin beer. And that doesn't in any way mean that we think all pumpkin beers suck. It just means that the idea of pumpkin in beer sounds freaking amazing. And it almost never is freaking amazing. Yes. So this is part of. Woodchuck's Hard Cider Private Reserve Series. They run this for just two and a half hours in the production line. Okay. so Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> yeah, this is Woodchuck Cider, um, but this is their Pumpkin uh, Private Reserve. 5.5% alcohol by volume. We don't usually... Do, we haven't done Woodchuck on the show, I don't think. Um, so they are based out of Middlebury, Vermont. It says hard cider less than 1%. Uh, oh, it has, it's hard cider. Less than 1% of natural flavor, caramel color, sulfites, and sorbate to protect flavor. Lightly carbonated. Naturally gluten-free. Yeah, there's no gluten in apples. That's for sure. No spices, no frills, just delicious pumpkin. I like the sound of that. That's I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be like mostly apple. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of pumpkin and maybe some pu- and mostly pumpkin spice is what I was expecting to be in this bottle. Well, I think it's still an apple cider, right? But it's just right. They put pumpkin in there. Just delicious pumpkin. The naked pumpkin profile plays perfectly against the red culinary apple varieties used in the cider. All right, and I, you know, I wish I had more of a nose to pick out the things in cider. Uh, don't really. I mean, it smells. Appley, <laughs> it's it smells like a cider. It smells appleish and with a bit of a, I don't know, a twang. Yeah, there's a there is something non cidery in here. Let me see if I it's, can. It's vaguely kind. Of, it's, it's almost a little acetic, actually. It, it it reminds me of something coming off of a Flanders. Yeah, there's a couple different things. I'm getting the, the normal apples. I'm getting, trying to work in the smells we normally don't get. You know, these aren't easy pulls. I, I get what you're saying. I don't think it's 
acetic acid produced from acetobacter, right? Yeah, well, I'm, just, right. I'm saying it. I mean, that's the aroma I'm getting. Right. I'm trying to. There's something that's playing between what you smell in a normal cider, that apple Well, I shouldn't really say appleiness, right? Because dry ciders really don't carry much apple, straight up apple flavor, right? Hmm. I think I'm going to just kind of go into a sip and see if I can figure out what the aroma is. From. I just want to point out this line that's on their website mm-hmm. uh, under their private reserves. This is, by the way, Woodchuck Hard Cider Private Reserve Pumpkin. They say crisp and refreshing because they're made from apples, never woodchucks. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good to know. Okay, so yeah, you can actually taste it in there. It. How to describe it? It's the pumpkin. The the part that I'm attributing to the pumpkin tastes like it's heavily caramelized. Like you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like a baked roasted pumpkin. Mm-hmm. You're getting some pretty nice caramelly flavors, mm. some melanoidins. Um, and this is all like in the back of the taste. You know, once you know, you get the kind of zinginess. You get some of the acidity from the cider. You know, once that's past your tongue. You really pull out this roastier, maltier, pumpkin-type flavor. I guess it shouldn't be surprising because they're uh, pretty closely related, I think. But it, it's um, it's similar to cantaloupe. Okay. Right? It's got sort yeah. of a you know, muskmelon-type uh, aftertaste mm-hmm. with a little bit more caramelization on that. But, yeah, I definitely get sort of a yeah, cantaloupe aftertaste. It's also a moderately, I'd say it's a semi-sweet cider. You get a pretty good sweetness up front. And actually, the pumpkin it's not just all apple yeah. sweetness up front. You get some pumpkin flavor up front now that I'm a couple sips in. This, this is, is an interesting beverage. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. This is, you know, it, it still fits in with our third law because it's not a beer. This is <laughs> a cider. But as a beverage, this is this is very good. This has pumpkin in it and it doesn't yeah, it doesn't throw it doesn't use spices. spices. It's amazing. Yeah. It doesn't use spices. Mm. There's like a candy sweetness up there. It's kind of like um Oh. Hmm. You know, one of those fruity hard candies, like you get a little sweetness, like off a of one of those, like a Jolly Rancher sort of kind, kind of like, without, like one of the a sourness. Uh, I didn't say Jolly Rancher because I was, I think Jolly Rancher is a little more saturated than the flavor mm-hmm. I'm getting. But maybe if you take a a lower rent one of something that's a hard mm-hmm. candy like that that doesn't quite have this flavor saturation, you know, it's more like that. A little bit, of, yeah, kind of like a lollipop mm-hmm. sweetness, but. But still dialed down enough that it's not overwhelmingly sweet, and while it finishes wet, it doesn't. Fi- does the, the sweetness doesn't linger? Yeah. Also, lollipop, but it's reminding me of a bit of like uh, confectioner sugar or something like that. Like, um, okay, I can sort of like see a that. light sweetness. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to figure out how to describe. Hmm. 
Yeah, sort of like a frosting, mm-hmm. frosted flakes, whatever. Yeah. But no, it's, it, that's very good. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I bought it as a curiosity. You know, we did the beer club where I take reservations. I mean, as long as I had enough beers, I was going to do a pumpkin beer club. And uh, yeah, so I got these five pumpkin beers here, including the GABF gold medal winner. So it'd be really cool to see that one. And uh, yeah, they had this woodchuck pumpkin cider. I'm like, good or bad, it's 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 a curiosity. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try it. It turned out to be really good. <coughs> Excuse, me. <coughs> Excuse me. Not good when it goes down the wrong pipe. No. All right, so what is next? Let's see if we can scan. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, if we knew, like, spicing levels, right, it'd be the way to go. Yeah. But we don't. Let's just do this one first. All right. And go from there. <clears throat> that was the Woodchuck Hard Cider. We are now with the on to <coughs> Saranac. Saranac has their seasonal pumpkin ale. It is brewed with pumpkin, cinnamon, allspice, and ginger. The malts that are utilized are Maris Otter and Wheat. The hops that are utilized are Bravo. This is 5.1% alcohol by volume. And they describe it as a spiced fruit ale. That is what it is, right? I mean, pumpkin is a fruit, spices, and it's an ale. Sounds right to me. Here you go, sir. Pumpkin is like bananas and... Melons and hot peppers, etc., etc. It is a berry, botanically. It's one of those less sweet fruits, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, we're back into pumpkin beer world now. Where this one has some spicing on it. Let's see if we can pull any particular spice aromas off of it. Something kind of woody there, but that's probably more. Actually, they tell us right here which spices they use. I said it's cinnamon, allspice, oh. ginger, and oh, uh, you did. Okay, pretty pretty typical for a pumpkin pie. I think the allspice is probably the one that plays the most. Yeah, maybe the ginger. Could be the ginger too, right? It, um, when ginger gets cooked, sometimes it can get mm. some of that interesting aroma. Yeah, I mean, now that I'm new to look for ginger, it's seeming a lot more apparent to me. So, pumpkin ales are... They're always a... There's a weird fascination with them, right? I mean... They they come out earlier and earlier. Oh, talking to people... Yeah, who, yeah, I mean, pumpkin comes out in July now. Yeah. The nice thing about pumpkin beers this season is that they're still around. You can still buy them in mid-October. Yeah. I mean, previous years, they'd all sell out by, like, mid-September. And you couldn't get October beers or pumpkin beers when you wanted pumpkin beers. So there's a lot of them. There's a lot more a lot more of them. But they're also making them for a longer run so they stay available for the season. It's kind of a double-edged sword because every pumpkin, case, every pumpkin beer that doesn't sell by November 1st is never going to get sold, right? I mean, well, not necessarily, because if people are buying it in July, then why wouldn't they buy it in November? I bet you it drops off a cliff after Halloween. And if people, or maybe Thanksgiving. Maybe they'll go to Thanksgiving. I don't maybe. know. If people really start, it just they, they like pumpkin beers, then there isn't much of a reason for people to, for them to not 
continue to just yeah. do it yearly or do it to, as a standard offering. I dare say there's probably more American breweries doing pumpkin beers than there are doing Oktoberfests. I I would bet you're probably right. Just especially this year. Last year I wouldn't say it, but I mean, looking at what I've seen on the shelves this year, uh, it might be real close. It might be fifty-one forty-nine, but I'll, I'll I'll postulate that there's more pumpkin beer more pumpkin beer labels being made than there are Oktoberfest beer labels being made. Beer brands, I should say. There's definitely a lot of ginger in this. It's kind of the dominant flavor. The cinnamon is there. The allspice is kind of there. I'm appreciative of a lack of nutmeg in this particular <laughs> uh, situation. Um, maybe I can taste the pumpkin. Maybe not. I don't know. Ginger is really the predominant player here. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of the pumpkin coming through. We had that discussion about whether pumpkin beers are roasted or not roasted. And, like, for the woodchuck, I would definitely say they roasted. Mm -hmm. Well roasted the pumpkin. Got a lot of caramelization in there, a lot of melanoid generation. This one tastes a little more raw, right? This Mm -hmm. tastes a little... If it was roasted, it wasn't roasted to the same degree. Right, yeah. Just uh, dump that pumpkin into into the fermenter and see what happens. It's not bad. Like I said, you know, pumpkin beers aren't necessarily bad. Yeah, yeah. They're just not as good as... You know, actually, there's there's like a second uh, thing beyond, for me personally, beyond a third law of craft beer radio, that my expectation for pumpkin beers have dropped so low because of my experience with pumpkin beers not being as good as you wanted them to be, that I've been generally impressed with pumpkin beers that I've tried this year. Because you're like, well, it, it's not a bad beer, it's just... <laughs> It's I don't not an exceptional beer that you'd think, you know. Yeah, I don't expect them to be yeah. awesome anymore, right? I expect if if they're better than tolerable, mm-hmm. then I'm happy. And we'll see if this comes across throughout the the night, but I I tend to find pumpkin beers like we said mostly very samey, right? I mean, they're uh relatively safe ale formations mm-hmm. than with these spices and pumpkin stuff thrown in. There's not a lot of variation in terms of what people are actually doing with the the base beer as part of the problem i think mm-hmm. no one does a pumpkin ipa mm-hmm. it's not that i've seen i mean this is just basically a a slightly less hoppy amber and um mm-hmm. then they throw in the extra ingredients all right you want to move on to the next one sure Bring on the that that was the by the way the Saranac yes let's do the Wolvers all right Wolvers won a gold medal in the Great American Beer Fest for this pumpkin ale it is a it's a golden amber ale brewed with local organic pumpkins uh, mildly spiced, they say. 5.35% alcohol by volume, 20 IBUs. <clears throat> they don't tell me what spices are in it or anything like that. So, 
This is one of Wolliver's fine organic ales, as they call them. Uh, Wolliver's is uh, the organic label that's brewed at Otter Creek. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I'm not positive whether it's the same brewery with just a Wolliver's label for organic or whether they brew at the brewery. I'm not sure exactly the separation there, but... Okay, so surprisingly, you take a whiff of this one, you don't get allspice mm-hmm. and nutmeg. You get a little bit of hoppiness. Yeah. You know, they do say on their description, mildly spiced, that would be an improvement. The color of all these are pretty much the same. I mean, they're just amberish, mm-hmm. right? Plain old amber. Okay, and then so the first sniff seemed hoppyish. Now it's getting a, I'm getting a little more spiciness, you know, pumpkin spice. Touch of nutmeg. Yeah, there's a nutmeg. I was gonna say. <laughs> it's kind of. Yeah, I mean, the, the beginning of the taste, it's kind of, just kind of neutral, right? Uh, really, first sip, I really didn't pull anything. And then later on, the nutmeg kind of comes through in the aftertaste. And just assaults your tongue with nutmeg and, and maybe a little bit of even cloviness or cloves or cloviness of some sort. But this one gold medal, huh? Apparently so. Finishes nice and dry. Couple more sips. We let our tongue calibrate to it and see what we think. Same thing. Spice bomb. I don't taste any pumpkin in here. Yeah. It is getting. I mean, it. I'm gonna take a couple more sips. See if we get calibrated to it. But it's it's uh, nutmeg. Ginger's not really apparent in this one. Mm-mm. Probably some allspice. I don't think it's ginger. I think it's nutmeg. I think, it, like I said, might be a little clove. Probably more allspice than clove, but mm-hmm. uh, cinnamon, certainly. Maybe on the fringes there's a little bit of a taste of, of pumpkin, but I don't know. It's it's just a spice beer. And it's just a plain old typical spice beer. Exactly what I would have expected. Mm-hmm. We, they should put us on those uh, Great American Beer Fest. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd want to judge the pumpkin panel. <laughs> I'm giving this more time to see if I can get anything else out of it, but yeah. It's one of those ones. Nutmeg, for me, is a spice that, if it's in there in, in any moderate degree, it just stacks and stacks yeah, and stacks. And every, si- every sip, it just multiplies and the flavor gets more saturated and by the end it's like please please save me from the nutmeg no nutmeg enough with the nutmeg get it yeah and that and that's what this is this is this is like they put they put a nutmeg in every bottle <laughs> i like nutmeg on my french toast and that's about mm-hmm. it yeah, nutmeg is like uh 
what is it coriander? It's not coriander. Like um, starts with a C. Cardamom. Cardamom. Yeah, use carefully. It's powerful yeah. stuff. I've overdone cardamom. That stuff is potent, especially if you got the 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 pods. Mm-hmm. All okay, right. so. Not a craft beer medal, gold beer, gold medal winner, <laughs> that's for sure. But let's move on. Let's uh, let's do the long trail next. Okay. Let's stay in Vermont. All right. And on our magical draw, flight. Yes, let's draw, <laughs> draw some kind of thread across these beers. I mean, what else do they have in common? The pumpkins and beer and... No, no, know, I was... Saccharomyces. I was, I was making a joke. I know, but I'm just okay. I'm beating the joke into the ground. <laughs> okay, we'll keep doing it till it gets funny again. Yeah. Uh, they're they're in bottles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, it got funny again. <laughs> Finally. All right. Fall. That, that's that's a rule of improv for people that haven't listened to Greg talk about the rules of improv. Well, sure. that's not a rule of improv. That's, that's a rule of comedy. Well, comedy, sure. Uh, okay, so Long Trails Pumpkin Ale. 5.5% alcohol by volume, 22 IBUs. When the nights grow cold and the moon hangs low. We're just looking at that. We carve out a space for pumpkin ale's great return. It's That's kind of a uh, great pumpkin type thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Nut, cinnamon, oh, nutmeg, oh, on the neck label, they added an extra sentence. It's a seasonal treat that's ripe for the picking. That's it, yeah. At but the end of the description, we continue this tradition with this seasonal treat. This right, well, seasonal treat that's ripe for the picking. This one's a little bit darker. It's cinnamon, a little more nutmeg, and ginger. All right, I'm gonna put some heat into this one. And all natural pumpkins, as opposed to the half natural pumpkins. <laughs> okay, so the aroma on this one is more malty. Getting I, some, I get that ginger. You do see. Oh, yeah. uh, see, I'm Definitely. smelling more of. I'm smelling more brown, like not really. Yeah, I guess kind of brown ale. I'm getting a little bit of caramelliness, a little bit of toasty, not toast, but bread crust in the aroma. I'm not getting overpowered with spices. Well, that sniff was a little bit different. That sniff was kind of. And I see where you're coming from with, with those malts coming through, but it's definitely spice spice forward, at least aroma-wise. I'm getting something else. It's something reminiscently fruity, but... Here's something what. interesting in their description. They say that some pumpkin beers date back to colonial America when malted barley was sparse and pumpkins grew in abundance. If that's true, then why isn't somebody doing a mostly pumpkin beer with, you know, less barley malt and a lot of pumpkin. I mean, that's, that's I guess, what the pumpkin cider is, right? Yeah, I, I think there's <clears throat> all these beer, I think the combination we're going to see is all these beers are doing these traditional pumpkin beers. No one's really innovating pumpkin beer yet. Yeah. I mean, we had the Warlock pumpkin stout. We had the Punkachino pumpkin coffee stout a couple weeks ago. That's some innovation, right? I mean... I don't know. Turning pumpkin into a stout doesn't seem like that that big of a deal. It's better than this. So far. Right? It's, um... 
I joked about pumpkin IPA earlier. I kind of want to try it. Yeah, I think so. Well, with the way it worked in that cider, I think it could really bring Or, you know, like sweet. what might even work better is, well, there's so many hop flavors, right? Throw some, um, something that's pineapple-y, yeah. right? You know, or like throw some mosaic into it or something. But, you know, like a harvest, like a wet hopped pumpkin beer could be interesting. Like some of those flavors, those like agricultural flavors that you get. I honestly think the trick is to abandon the spice. Let the pumpkin speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Take out the spice completely and let the pumpkin speak. Yeah, I mean, like, I would want to try doing a beer with, like, all pale malt. Get all your color from heavily roasted pumpkins. Mm-hmm. I think that would work great. Well, I don't know if it worked great. It's worth a try. Yeah. I can imagine it working great. <laughs> I can imagine it being the opposite of this kind of beer, which thankfully is not so heavy on the nutmeg, but the ginger more than makes up for that, and it's just another spice beer. This one has more, this here. one has more pumpkin flavor than the other ones. This one I'm tasting some of those flavors that were readily apparent in the cider. You know, I'm getting able to taste the pumpkin in this one. It plays through several parts. And then in the late part of the flavor, I got some some of the hoppiness came through. And it almost came across like a continental hop. It reminded me of the hopping of a Dortmunder or something like that. You know, where this one tells a little bit more of a story, right? This one... Greg, Greg's. I, I, to me, I just the spices overwhelm any of those aspects it's to the point where, if if there is a story being told, it's being told in the background while you know, the spices are blaring, punched in the face. The spices are blaring, you know, uh, dubstep. Boom, 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 boom. In the background, something's going. In. So there was a little guy who went along. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good. Yeah, I really wish there was a difference between a pumpkin pie beer and a pumpkin beer. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll make one sometime. See what we can do. We're talking about all these great ideas. Maybe we just need to buy some baking pumpkins, roast the hell out of them, put them in a pale beer, hop the hell out of it, see what happens. I want to try it with some of those uh, New Zealand hops. The 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 Motuweeker. Yeah. With the vanilla in them. That's, yeah. That sounds to me like a really interesting That's a good idea. All right. This is Imperial Pumpkin, so we'll save them for last. And All we'll right. do the Post Road, which is a Brooklyn Brewing beer. Mm-hmm. We've done this on the show before. The previous one, by the way, is the Long Trail. This is the Brooklyn Post Road Pumpkin Ale. This beer's been around forever. Yeah. The malts that are used are American Two Row, British Crystal, Belgian Biscuit, and aromatic malts, additions, Dickinson pumpkins, and nutmeg. So only one spice, but it's nutmeg. Contains wheat, hops, Willamette, and American Fuggle. 5.0% alcohol by volume, 24 IBUs. Available August through November. Best before... February 2015. 
We got to it in time. We did. This is the clearest of them, I think. <laughs> it's kind of almost remarkably yeah, clear. Super clear. Amber colored, little bronzy. Big nutmeg aroma. Mm hmm. Big nutmeg flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do a flight of pumpkin beers. Save your save yourselves. Just have one. This is I knew we were setting ourselves up for disappointment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time we were always like, Well, you know, maybe this time will be different. And you know, the hey, the cider was really good. It was. But there's a reason why we call them laws. <laughs> Ranking is going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be this big blurry mess yeah, of the sameness. Yeah. There's like this number one that is just miasma of the other stuff. <laughs> well, we haven't tried the last one yet. All right. Post Road Pumpkin Ale. I mean, so these beers have all been high quality beers, right? There's. No flaws, or but they're they they're pumpkin beers. They're yeah, I, I think. And there's been no surprises. Yeah, and as we've established, I think that the, the 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 problem is that they're not pumpkin beers. Yes, they're that's spice beers. that's really the the ultimate problem. All right, I'm ready to move on to the next one. Patience is wearing thin. <laughs> You don't have anything else to say about poster? I, I don't. It, it's a nutmeg catastrophe. I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, in a nice way. I mean, but it's it is nutmeg. Well, there is one more thing we can say, and that is, hey, maybe you want to support us. And if you want to do that, there's a great way to support us. It's easy. It's fun, and everyone's doing it, man. I mean, if you aren't doing it, your friends are going to think you're not cool. Yeah. And that is when you want to shop on the internet, you want to shop using the Amazon thing, but to get there, there is a little detour you need to take, and that is through craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. If you do that, then you just shop on Amazon like and you just forget would. about it. Yeah. And just shop. But when you start your shopping session, craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. That's it. That's all there is to it. And you've supported us. Believe it or not. And you haven't paid anything extra to do it. No, no. You're taking money out of Amazon's pocket so they can't do their creepy um, drones. drones. Yeah. The more you use the link, the longer it'll be till they have creepy drones. And you'll give us time to make our crafty radio drones, which are going to be a lot better. I don't know if we're making enough for drones, man. You're gonna have to, If you want crafty radio drones, use the link a lot. Yes. You know, buy everything. That you do everything cars houses pay your water bill on amazon <laughs> all right last beer party's over at wirebacher we got an imperial pumpkin ale here cinnamon nutmeg cardamom and cloves mm. 8.0% this is the winner of the bronze medal in 2010 for GABF when their category was field beer. Field beer. You know a beer you'd probably love, Greg? East End Brewery doesn't make a pumpkin beer. So why would that... They make a spice beer called Nunkin. (laughs) 
So it has everything you hate and none of the stuff you want to see if anyone can make it good. So they say they add lots of pumpkin along with cinnamon, nutmeg, and a touch of cardamom. Okay, nutmeg and cardamom. Fantastic. (laughs) And clove. (laughs) Right. But it's imperial. And then the last sentence of that paragraph is, this truly is an imperial pumpkin. (laughs) I don't... Were people saying, like, no, it's not? (laughs) (laughs) It's not imperial enough. (laughs) Now, wait, does that mean that it was actually brewed for the head of some empire? Is that what that means? Maybe. If it's a truly imperial pumpkin beer, they must have brewed it for some emperor. Maybe the emperor, like Palpatine. Okay. So I gave it a good swirl and took a sniff. And I got a pretty got a pretty neat spice bouquet aroma. It was came across a little bit different than the rest yeah, of them. I, I the agree. cinnamon I think is more forward than it has been in any of the beers tonight. It's sweeter. There's a sweeter component there, which may be helped by the you know the additional malts that gave it the higher alcohol. You can smell the cardamom. I like how the cinnamon's kind of standing out, at least in the aroma. On we go to the taste. Oh, Weyerbacher. <laughs> It's a little different, but it, it, it's it's not a pumpkin beer. It's, it's, yeah, it's 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 still a spice beer. It's just a, a little bit sweeter, and the mm-hmm. spices are the spices are hitting a in slightly different kind of order. I guess mm-hmm. it seems like there's it's actually like the cardamom is kind of hitting first, and then uh, then the clove and nutmeg are coming in and the cinnamon are just sort of giving a background and I can't tell if there's pumpkin in there at all. Yeah, I can't taste anything vaguely pumpkin-y. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the, like, there's been two beer, two things I've been able to taste the pumpkin in. The woodchuck cider and the long trail. Mm-hmm. I can taste the pumpkin. The rest have just been spicy. Yeah. So, you want to rank? Yeah. I mean, no. The show's at 34 minutes. <laughs> Some pumpkin <laughs> I think we might do. I think we could do a second show tonight. <laughs> Bank it. <laughs> okay, so let me go. Number one beer of the night is not the beer. It's the Woodchuck Cider. Yes. It is a apple cider with pumpkins and no spices. You can actually taste a well-roasted pumpkin flavor in there. It's... I remember when I was first getting into craft beer, right? And you heard all about these hop things, but you couldn't really tell what hops tasted mm-hmm. like because, well, you hadn't gotten into IPAs yet. There weren't, when I was getting into this thing, there weren't that many IPAs. And I was at a bar and I saw a beer on tap called Hop Devil. I'm like, well, if that beer is not going to show me what the hops are, I'll never know, right? Mm-hmm. And it did. It showed me what hops tasted like from other beers you weren't able to pick that out. This woodchuck will show you what pumpkin can taste like. Number two, I'm going to put the long trail because that's the only other beer that I could pick out a taste of pumpkin Mm -hmm. in. I don't... The rest of the beers are like... 
a blur of which spices yeah. were which and whatnot. You know, and if I didn't particularly taste pumpkin in the long term, it would have fallen into the same blur, yes. right? Um, I probably put the Weyerbacher third. It was sweeter. Mm-hmm. A little bit more going on in there. Um, which one did we taste the hops in? That was Wallovers. the long trail, too. The Wallovers is the one where we no, smelled the hops. I thought the long trail was when I had the hops. I don't know. The beer that I thought I could taste hops in is third, and the rest are... <laughs> so, I, I think... Yeah, I'm going to have to put the post-road blast because of mm-hmm. nutmeg. Loads and loads of nutmeg. So, okay, so let's put... Okay, I guess I do have an opinion. Saranac in fourth place, Wolvers in fifth place, and Post-Road in sixth place. I mostly follow you. I, I just uh, put... I, I think Wolvers was better than Saranac. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> they they mm-hmm. they blend in so much together. The The important thing here is Woodchuck is the one you want. Uh, if, if you have to get... You can't find Woodchuck. I mean, it's appropriately rare you, you want to get a pumpkin beer seems like long trail is the way to go uh and wirebucker is like you know like we said it's, it's a little bit different the other three are just they're just spice beers and they're kind of overwhelming on their spices and it's not really that pleasing so uh i said wallover saranac post road you did saranac wallover's post road I think that's fine, but I think post road is deserved. If you last. love nutmeg, you might like the post road yeah, better. Yeah. You love the nutmeg. Yeah. But then if you love the nutmeg, you're going to be doing pumpkin anyway, so. Probably. Probably true. All right, well. That was Crafty Radio for uh, episode 306. And now we have the chipmunks singing about doing crystal meth. No, no, she goes down on me. Stop changing the lyrics. Well, they are chipmunks. <laughs> Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. You can visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. Sure is. Uh, if you want to contact us, Twitter is the best way. You can contact me at Jeff Bearer. At <laughs> Get me through Greg is at CBR Greg And we have at Craft Beer Radio If you want to email us Beer at craftbeerradio.com And uh Yes I wonder if they do the voice about you know How the little red panties pass the test I don't think they're going to do that I one. doubt they do it They don't even play that one on the radio When Third Eye Blind sings it They did take him powder <laughs> through his nose They did say that Doing crystal meth will take me down until you break. It's insane that the chipmunks covered this Did they just song. say he's doing crystal meth? Or? No, no, he changed the words. I don't even know what he said. How do I get back there to the place where I fell asleep inside you? Elvin, you dirty whore. All right, thanks everyone for listening. Do, 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 do.